0: the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. In the epistle, St. John expresses the Christian hope both as something we now possess and something we look forward to receiving in the future. He says, quote, Behold, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. We have become children of God through the gift of the Holy Spirit in baptism. The life that was planted within us in baptism is growing towards a future fulfillment, much like a a tree, a seed is planted in the ground and it grows to a state of ultimate maturity. And when Jesus appears, our growth into his image will be completed. St. John says that this final transformation will take place because, quote, when he is revealed, we will see him as he is. That is to say, the very act of looking at the glorified Jesus will be transformative. This is what the tradition refers to as the beatific vision. Hymn 204, verse 4, describes it this way. Jesus, whom now veiled, I by faith descry, what my soul doth thirst for, do not, Lord, deny, that thy face unveiled, I at last may see with the blissful vision, blessed my God of thee. John says that Jesus will be revealed, and this helps us to understand what we refer to as, quote, the second coming of Jesus. The word coming suggests a distance in space, as though Jesus were now in some distant galaxy and will return to us at some future time. The word reveal, however, helps us to understand this coming in in maybe more contemporary terms. We know that there are dimensions of reality that we cannot see, even though they are very close to us. So Jesus is very close to us right now. We cannot see him in the fullness of his glory yet. At the end of time, dimensions of reality that are now hidden from us will be uncovered. We will see things that we cannot see in the current framework of space and time. Our ability to see Jesus will result from two things. We will see him because, as we've just said, things that are now hidden will be uncovered. Things that are invisible will be made visible. Jesus who is now veiled will be unveiled. But we will also see Jesus because our eyesight will be restored. One of the consequences of sin is spiritual blindness. We are unable in our fallen state to see things as they are. Our main visual affliction is that we see the creation and created things as ends in and of themselves. We see a tree and we see only a tree. Spiritual blindness leads to idolatry. It mistakes the creation for the creator. The gift of the spirit heals our spiritual blindness. It gives us what we can call sacramental vision. We can look at a tree and see God. We can see the glory of the creator revealed in his creation or we can see through the creation to the creator. We look at bread and wine or our neighbor and we see Christ. Restored vision enables us to see things as they really are to see their true value. And this changes us and our behavior. We cannot treat created things the way the world treats them after our spiritual blindness is healed. We cannot treat a neighbor who we now see bears God's image the same way we treat someone we see merely as a means or an obstacle to something we want. Thus, we see that we are already being changed as our spiritual vision grows. This helps us to understand how the revelation of Jesus in the fullness of his glory at the end of time will lead to the completion of our transformation into his image. St. John discusses sin immediately after he mentions the beatific vision. Quote, Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor known him. We sin for essentially two reasons. First, we all struggle with sinful tendencies because we still have remnants of our fallen nature. We want to do things that are not God's will, and we have not yet grown strong enough in the Spirit always to resist them, the impulses that are contrary to the spirit. The life for prayer is precisely that ongoing practice of confession and spiritual disciplines through which we continually put off or die to this old self and through which we practice new forms of behavior that reorient our lives towards their genuine fulfillment in Christ. The primary evidence of Christ's presence in us, the primary evidence of our status as children of God, is that sin and its influence is decreasing in us over time. The second reason we sin is because of spiritual blindness. In the epistle St Paul is talking, excuse me, St John is talking about the practice of sin. That is willfully doing things that are not God's will and planning to do them tomorrow and next week. Willful sin reflects spiritual blindness. When we practice habitual and willful sin, this reveals that we do not see things as they really are. We are pursuing the visible creation as the goal of life. We are finding our highest fulfillment in the things themselves. We are practicing idolatry. St. John's discussion helps us to understand why we can only overcome sin by growing in our vision of Jesus. If Our struggle against sin is based only on the attempt not to sin. We will lose the battle. We will only say no to one thing because there is some other thing we want more. Some other thing that is more important to us. Some other thing that we know will bring us our true fulfillment. This is what allows us to say no. Sometimes Christian faith is presented mostly as a prohibition. People are told all the things they can't do if they want to follow Jesus. But the vision of Christ as the end and golden fulfillment of our lives is not presented in a way that is compelling. There is a no without a corresponding yes. And this misses the point that St. Paul highlights in Philippians, where he says, quote, What things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. The Christian life begins and ends with the vision of Christ. It begins in sacrament, in prayer, and in the word of God. It is cultivated in the authentically intimate relationships we develop with others in the body of Christ. And it is sustained through our service to others in Christ's name. The more we pursue this life and this vision, the less we are attracted to the practice of sin that never made us happy in the first place. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself, just as he is pure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.